Maybe. <laughs> it's connecting to the server. We'll see where it does. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Missionary Micro Stories podcast. I am Josh Wagar, and you are listening to the podcast where missionaries come and tell us authentic stories that they love, and I know that you will, too. It is six questions in nine-ish minutes because we all know that without a timeline, missionaries get awfully long-winded. And so this morning, we are joined with Brother Dewey Whitfield. Brother Whitfield, thank you for being on. Uh, Thank you for having me. Thank you for the invitation. Well, my pleasure. Looking forward to chatting for a few minutes. So let's, uh, let's hop right into it with question number one and just tell us a little bit about you and your family and your field. Okay. Well, uh, God, God called me to preach later in life in 2003 is when God called me to preach. So I, I surrendered a little later in life than, than most people uh, already, uh, two sons, uh, when my wife, we're, uh, working, you know, normal job, just serving in our local church and, and God touched our hearts uh, about reaching the Spanish speaking population here in the United States. And since then, since Bible college, uh, since those things, uh, to prepare, uh, we've since worked there in the state of North Carolina in three different churches, uh, as well as Pennsylvania, Mississippi. And, and now currently we're finishing our fourth year in Texas, uh, with the Spanish work here at Parkside Baptist church. Uh, so that's kind of, you know, us in a nutshell, uh, over the last, I didn't realize it had been this long, but over the last 17 years uh, that we've been doing this. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. And so, uh, you know, I find it encouraging that, um, God called you what you said later in life. I think that's awesome because it's not like God has to take the 18 and 20 something year olds. And then no. you know, that's the only people that are good for it. You know, like anybody, anybody. In I, well, you know, when you, when you think about, uh, when you, when you think about missions, when you think about a missionary, it's just simply God taking an average everyday person and plugging a hole where, where the gospel's missing. That's, that's really it. We're just one piece of the whole puzzle. And so it makes life real simple when, when that's really all you are, right? Just yeah. do what God wants you to do. I like that definition, plugging a hole where the gospel is missing. So, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Well, great. Well, Brother, Brother Dewey, question number two then is for you, what is your favorite part about being in missions? I know. <laughs> what? <laughs> There, there's that's man. I, you know, you you got me in this time frame now. You got me <laughs> under these constraints. But no, you know, one one of the greatest things about being in missions, being a missionary, is is just simply knowing, um, and it, it's multifaceted, right? But it's it's knowing that you are needed. You, you know what I mean? You're in a place that God has specifically called you to. You're in. You're, you're reaching a people that God has specifically called you to. Um, whereas, you know, it's different from pastoring from the perspective of there's a group of people, there's an established church, that type of thing. Now, obviously missions grows into that, no doubt about it. But one of the, one of the greatest things or the best thing, I guess, is just knowing that there is a need, a greater need to the extent that God has separated myself and, and my family from the average normal day-to-day life to, to be used right here in this particular concentration of people. I, I think when I look back day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year, 
that's one of the greatest things that, that lingers in my heart as far as fulfillment is concerned, as far as pleasing the Lord is concerned. Those are things that like during this time, uh, those are things that get you by. They make the quarantine a little easier, if you will. Yeah, for sure, brother Whitfield. Great, awesome answer. Thank you. So wow. kind of the, the inverse of that then is for you, what would be one of the harder or the more challenging aspects of missions life? Um, for, for us, uh, the particular group of people that we, we deal with uh, primarily, we deal with three different, four different generations of Hispanics here in the U.S., especially being this close to the border. We deal with a more diverse group of Spanish-speaking people. Some uh, are authentically, uh, have held their culture, have held the language, have held the reading ability, those types of things. Uh, one of the biggest challenges, I guess, we face is, uh, you know, who, because there are people who don't speak Spanish that are Hispanic. There are people who read Spanish, but they don't read Spanish. There's, I, there's a whole mixture. So I, I guess one of the biggest challenges is just narrowing that, that down to our realm of influence because we're strictly Spanish. Uh, you know, as far as our ministry is concerned, we're strictly Spanish because we are an entity. We help the local church utilize the resources that they already have to reach uh, their Jerusalem, if you will, a group of people that they've already been called to reach. So in that, there's obviously an English branch or an English ministry of the church, as well as a Spanish ministry. So one of our biggest challenges is to figure out, you know, where do you fit? Where do you plug in? What's the will of God for your life for concerning, you know, Spanish or English? But for us, that's, that's one of the greatest things, you know, uh, and, I guess another aspect of it is people kind of tend to turn it into a political issue with mm. our specific group of people, but God yeah. knows, right? <laughs> Indeed. So even the challenges, it's amazing how God can overcome them so often. So thank the Lord. Sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, then number four, would you be able to tell us a, a missionary that's doing some awesome work like yourself uh, that you would suggest to come onto this podcast? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I would think that uh, brother brother Lewis Howe would be a good missionary to talk to. Brother Lewis Howe is in uh, New Zealand, mm -hmm. and brother Lewis Howe's been there, I think, for six or I think six or seven years now. And you know, culturally, because uh, we're here in the states, culturally, he's probably dealt with more cultural issues, and okay. and he could tell you about the history of the country where. You know, there was once great revival in the country of New Zealand, things of those that nature. I think he'd be a great guy. He's been there. He's been faithful. He's working at it in a, in a very hard place. Yeah. Good. I look forward to reaching out to him. Lord willing, he'll come on. So that'd be great. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, number five, what everybody's kind of waiting for is go ahead and take, you know, three to five minutes and just tell us your favorite story about your time in missions. Or one of your favorite our, stories. I guess one of our favorite memories, favorite stories about our, our collective 17 years of service is uh, the time that we spent. The, the further away from the border that you get in reaching Spanish-speaking people, the more quote-unquote raw they really are. 
as far as not being adapted. I mean, outside of your major cities like New York and, and Chicago and those types of areas. Um, but I think one of the greatest times was just uh, we were reaching Spanish speaking people in central Pennsylvania where we were actually holding services in the kitchen or in the break room uh, of a dairy. And this operation was running, you know, 24 seven. And during their breaks, the, the boss was a member of a local church in that area. And during their breaks, he would let them come uh, or even stop them from working to come. And we got the opportunity to preach the gospel. That's, that's one of the greatest memories that I have because it was as close to being, you know, like where you are and other people, the stories is as close to being quote unquote tribal, I guess, as you could, where it was just raw, you know, people were fresh from their, their mother country, their native country. And they come to the United States are looking for this better life. And they finally find somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody that can get them a job and they're there. And, it's just a great thing. And, and it, it, the mirror, the other side of that, or the mirror image to that is they also provided housing for them. And so we would catch them at home to be able to discipleship or even win others to the Lord uh, because they would live in the same house and you'd go to work for eight hours. These folks would come home and sleep for eight hours. Then the next shift would get up and go to work for eight hours. And then the next shift, it was a crazy way of doing things, but it was so unique, you know, mm -hmm. And, and that's really what missions is. Missions is simply just not being in a box and a regular, uh, you know, go to church Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night type of thing. And if you have any issues during the week, you call the preacher. It, it's not necessarily like that. Sometimes it's not Sunday morning, but it's Sunday afternoon. Sometimes it's not Wednesday, but it's Thursday or maybe even Friday or Sunday schools on Sunday or Saturday morning and things of those nature that just make it completely different. And, and those are the things that I love the most is just those, those raw, raw moments, I guess, you know, because uh, it makes me think back to the Livingstons and, and these great missionaries that have gone into these places that have been untouched. And you know, for the greatest part, Spanish speaking people that come from these other countries, especially in the last year or so, we were meeting people from Guatemala that had only been in the States for, you know, two and three weeks. So it doesn't get any raw -er, if you could say that, or more raw than, than, than that. And so those are some of the greatest, greatest moments that, that I remember. That's a great, I, I really do appreciate it. I just, I like how down to earth and real life everything is. And so thank you for sharing that with us. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, well, number six, then kind of something that you get to tattle on yourself a little bit about is, uh, do you have any <laughs> cultural or language blunders or have you been blessed to be flawless in your speaking? <laughs> uh, you know, I still, brother, I still make these mistakes. I still... Uh, you know, the Spanish language, everything's feminine, everything's masculine. There's everything is identified um, in that way. And I don't know how long, I know one day we were knocking doors uh, to get the gospel to folks. And I don't know how many homes I did this with, but I, the ladies, I'd knock on the door, the mother, the lady of the home would come to the door and I don't know how many homes in a row, but I constantly ask these people repeatedly if your wife was home. And I 
I don't know what happened, brain freeze, whatever. But I asked, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 homes in a row. Is your wife home? And the lady just, most of them looked at me and it wasn't until I got to that last home that the lady said, do you mean my husband? Uh. And I'm like, ah, yes, your husband. That's, and I'm, I'm, as soon as she said that, it clicked with me that I was ending the word with an A instead of an O, which meant the wife instead of the husband. And I immediately just looked back to that street and I thought all of these people <laughs> are sitting here going, what kind of church is this going to be? <laughs> so it was, I, you know, it's stuff is there. There's others I'm sure. Yeah. But most of the time, if I say something incorrect, someone is quick to help me with it. That's good. Um, especially, you know, here in the States, they've, yeah. they've adapted to that. And they, they, they appreciate so much the fact that we speak to them in their own language. Yeah. Um, but again, it can get, it can get a little tricky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's nice to have people that will correct you because, you know, Chukese people are so polite, like it's wrong to point out other people's mistakes, you know? And so now, I mean, our pastor here and things like that, he knows, like, please correct me. And there's some people in the church now that are not afraid, but a lot of times if you make a mistake, you don't know about it because no, everybody's too polite and trying to say anything. Tell me. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Oh my. And so how, how does that happen with you? And I don't mean to turn this into an interview, but I haven't seen you in a while, but how's the language coming there? What's, what's it, what's it like? It is, it's coming along and uh, I'll tell you what, it's, it is coming well. I'm finally able to teach and preach and do those things and hold Bible studies. And I'll tell you more about it in just a couple of minutes. Let's, we'll wrap this up real fast and just tell us how we can stay in contact with you and up to date with your story. Well, the easiest way is through our, our Facebook, obviously. Uh, we use also all channels of social media, but we do it in for different reasons. Uh, mm -hmm. But Facebook is the most transparent one, and that's Dewey, my name, D-U-E-Y, Melissa, which is my wife's name, and then Whitfield, W-H-I-T-F-I-E-L-D. So it's very simple to find us, Dewey, Melissa, Whitfield on Facebook. And, and just befriend us, whatever you want to do, follow us. It's, it's your call, but that's how you can do that. Sounds good. We'll have that in the description. So, well, Brother Whitfield, it's been such a pleasure. I've really enjoyed this conversation. Thanks for being on today. You bet. Thanks for having me, Josh. Our privilege. And everybody joining, thank you so much. This has been Josh Wagar with Brother Dewey Whitfield, reaching the Spanish-speaking people of America. And you've been listening to the Missionary Micro Stories podcast.